This is the Level Up Podcast. I'm Taylor Petrinovich. And I'm Kelly Gilster of 618 Studios. And we are on a mission to help filmmakers level up their businesses and their craft so they can make more and work less. We want to help you confidently take your business from mainstream to luxury, and it all starts right here. Hey friends, and welcome to another podcast episode. My name is Taylor Petrinovich, and I am joined by my co-host, Kelly Gilster, but she's also the guest of today's podcast. We are interviewing each other over the next two weeks, and we're excited to share our own stories and journeys within the industry. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to have Taylor interview me. Um, We decided that we have some new listeners here. We actually just recently spoke inside of How to Film Weddings Calibrate workshop last week, and we have a lot of new people joining in now. And so we just wanted to uh, share a little bit of our own journeys so that you get to know us a little bit more, how we grew our businesses, a little bit more about our personal selves. And Taylor and I have wildly different stories. So um, this week we'll be highlighting mine. And then next week we will um, turn the tables over to Taylor. Yeah, we're really excited. We um, bring a lot of guests onto the show. So we get to know other people's businesses really well. Um, But there's not a lot of times we're actually talking about our own businesses. And so I feel like this will kind of be just a fun way to get to know us and why we teach what we teach, um, like all the things that we've learned leading up to this point. Um, Really quickly before we get into interviewing Kelly, um, I just wanted to also remind you guys, last week we launched something that we are so excited about and it is our free five-day Instagram challenge. And if you are listening to this, then you're probably a filmmaker, photographer. We actually have some planners to listen into. Um, And so if you're listening, this applies to you. We want you to go over to thelevelupco.com slash Instagram challenge and sign up. All of our feeds profiles could use a little TLC. We're like deep into wedding season. And you know, sometimes it can be easy to kind of neglect things. And we're getting ready for booking season of 2024. So if we want Instagram to be a real asset to our business, then there's some work we should be doing. So it's a totally free challenge. Over the course of five days, we'll walk you through the steps that we recommend taking in order to leverage Instagram as a marketing tool within the industry. Um, and we are so excited. So a bunch of people who signed up like on day one and two have just finished the challenge and we're getting so many emails and DMs about people um, and the success they've seen. People are sending screenshots of their new profile and we're just here to cheer you on. Things are looking great. So go hop over there and join in on the fun. Um, There's no deadline for this. This is just kind of an ongoing challenge. So whenever you're listening to this, whether it's 2023, 2024, or beyond, um, the the challenge is still active. So go hop in that wherever you are. Um, So yeah, we're going to get into interviewing Kelly. Are you ready, Kelly? I am ready. All right. So I feel like we should start somewhere towards the beginning. Um, We would love to hear your origin story. You've mentioned on the podcast a few times that you actually did go to school for film and that you started when you were just just a baby in college. So how did that look? What did that journey look like for you? Yes, so I did go to um, college for filmmaking, but I didn't actually start on that journey from the very beginning. I'll kind of rewind back a few steps. Um, I really didn't know that I had interest in film 
until I was sort of accidentally last minute, last minute placed in an advanced video production class my senior year of high school. I was meeting with my academic advisor. Um, I think a lot of us can think back to high school and you meet with your academic advisor and they ask you a little bit about what you enjoy and they place you in the related classes to kind of set you up for success or guide you down a path. And, um, she had kind of missed it, and I'd kind of missed it, that I was short a few, um, like, art classes. And the only thing that was still available at the time, when she was like, oh, shoot, you need to, like, fulfill some art um, requirements here. Um, the only thing we have left is advanced video production. So I'm like, okay. Like, you know, I'm like, can I there's a beginner class too. And I'm like, I didn't take the beginner class. Is that okay? And she's like, you know what? I think like, it'll be fine. And plus like, it's the only thing available for you. So you really have no option. So it's just funny how like things worked out like that. Um, started taking the class and I really loved it. I think all of us can, um, you know, think back to things where maybe it's a sport or just something that comes really naturally to you and clicks. And that's really how I felt um, in class. And my video production teacher, uh, Mr. Goodman, he is just such an amazing educator. Um, he's still teaching, not at my high school anymore, but um, at a different academy. And I still attribute so much of like my success now today back to everything that I learned from his class my senior year of high school. Um, I will say the only thing, the hiccup that I ran across as, um, you know, being like a female in the space, as we know, this is a very male dominated field. And, um, and I did kind of feel like when it came to group projects or things like that, it wasn't always well received that, you know, a group of guys would invite me like into their group projects. And I'm kind of a sensitive soul uh, that sort of like bothered me a little bit. And so I kind of took it as, okay, I do enjoy this, but maybe it's not a world that I belong in. Like maybe this is more suited for like males. I don't know. I just kind of like thought that I'll just stay in my lane. I kind of did enjoy like public relations. I wanted to maybe work for a magazine. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I like communication, I'll major in communication. Well, I ended up at like a small liberal arts, arts college after one year in community college. And I'm like, all right, let's do, um, let's major in communication. And communication was split into two segments. You could either go down the path of public relations or you could go down the path of cinema digital. And you did kind of have to, there was a bit of crossover. It's like some of the public relation students had to also take some cinema digital and vice versa. So that kind of reignited like my love again. It had been a couple of years. I had done that kind of gap year at a community college, fulfilling some like basic things. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care if I have this like overarching feeling, like maybe I don't belong. Like, I think I do belong here. Like I, I just really was like following that feeling that I had. And it's so funny because at my school, there's a three to one ratio between like girls to guys. So it's like, so many more females attend this college than dudes. And so for three females, there's one male basically. But in these cinema digital classes, I would be like, it would be filled with guys. And then there'd be like two of us girls. Um, and like, you know, again, I just had to get over it and stop being so sensitive and just really like hold my head up and be like, no, I, I really think I belong here, but I didn't know 
where I wanted to end up, like the Hollywood scene. So I, I went to school in Orange County. So LA was really just like 45 minutes to an hour north. So a lot of people were moving into that. Like that was the next step was like, we're so close to LA. We're going to do the LA thing next. And I'm like, I grew up in a small town. Like I'm used to like a slower pace, even going from like my small rural town in San Diego County to Orange County was like a big you know, shock to me. It was like a culture shock. So I could only imagine like what LA would have been for me too. So, um, kind of also side note, um, Paul and I, so my business partner, husband, 13 years as business partners, 13 years as husband and wife, um, we met in high school. So we were kind of figuring things out to like, you know, I think like all of us can kind of think back to like, you have your high school boyfriend or girlfriend and like what's going to happen when you go to college or like after graduation, there's like all these unknowns. And so we we're kind of figuring all that out. And like we, you know, we were together and you know, we dated for four years before we got married and we got married as babies. So we got married after my junior year in college. So we we're actually married my senior year of college and he was still going to college too. And we were just like 21, 22, so young and we loved the process of planning our wedding and working with our vendors and it was just so much fun and we had two friends of mine from the film department come and like rent some dslr cameras and um and they 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 gave me all the raw footage and then i edited it and our wedding photographer was like this is like solid this is like pretty decent i think like you should try to like go into shooting weddings. And I'm like, okay, like I'll go into shooting weddings. And I didn't quite know what I wanted to do yet. And it was really interesting because we still kept in touch with um, my video production high school teacher. And he had shot, he had been shooting weddings like on the weekends and stuff too. And in, um, in addition to being a teacher. So I remember walking into his classroom um, like on a Monday or Tuesday morning and he would be like in early, like editing the wedding videos that he had shot like, the weekend before or whatever. That was kind of interesting. Sometimes he'd show us the edits and all that. And um, I'm like, okay, yeah, like that seems like a good way to make like a little side hustle money. Like we'll see where it goes. And I just had no idea like where it would go like 13 years later. It's, it was really wild. And here you are. <laughs> and here I am. And, and you know what, this is why I also love educating so much because I had so many great examples and leaders and mentors in education from high school to college to the start of our business. And I, I knew that I wanted to pour back in education in some shape or form. And it was like such an easy yes, Taylor, when you asked me to be included in Level Up Co. Um, starting earlier this year. And it's just been so fun. I feel like, you know, everyone can use a mentor in their lives. And, um, and I, I am so grateful for like all the mentors that I've had in my life along the way. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, you just, you truly are like a wealth of knowledge and insight, like 13 years in the industry is no joke. Like, um, you like to kind of give the statistic to people, which I think is pretty shocking and I'm going to steal it from you, um, is that the average burnout rate for, filmmakers and photographers in the wedding industry is five years so like making it past the five-year hump and um, growing beyond that I feel like is such a huge feat 
and um, you've, you've just learned a lot along the way. I feel like it's so fun. So like we're doing this like educational thing together now and I feel like we're also like teaching each other things. So it's kind of like this fun like swapping of um, information. Like both of our like zones of genius are like in very different areas, you know? Um, so I feel like we offer like a pretty well-rounded, you know, like source of education for people. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah, we're like the yin to each other's yang. I really do feel that way. And, you know, like even if I've been filming weddings and in business like twice as long, like gone through twice as many seasons as you, like you bring so much to the table too. Like your growth trajectory is so huge and way quicker than what we experienced. And so you just have like such, I always call you like our early adopter. Like you just like, jump right into something like fearless where I'm a little bit more like calculated and thought out and I really take time to like Mm -hmm. think about things and like there's pros and cons to both and like I think it's it's cool because different people just perform in different ways and decide to run their business in different ways and and I mean things just look differently like we even say like our own businesses are so different you know we're Paul and I are a husband and wife team like like the income that we generate from 618 studios is that's it. Where like, you know, you don't work with your husband, your husband has a different career, like different income. Like, and I think it's cool because like people listening in, like you may either be in my boat where like you are the sole provider of your family, or you may be like Taylor where, um, your spouse has, you know, a different income and, and that allows for different challenges and, you know, different opportunities. Yeah. It's fun. I feel like everyone could probably relate to either one of us or like some sort of blend. It's it's kind of cool. Um, okay. I would love to talk about this journey. So earlier this year, we hosted a workshop called The Road to Luxury. And we used your um, journey as an example. And I would love to like pinpoint one specific thing that we talked about and like really dig into this. So If you're listening to this, um, if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, hello, thank you for listening. Um, Our whole mission is to help filmmakers and photographers and planners. If if you're listening, this is for you, but mostly filmmakers, take your business from mainstream to luxury um, so that you can build a really profitable career, avoid burnout and work um, weddings and events that fill you creatively. Like you're never feeling like you're just doing the same old, same old. So, so that's our whole mission. And so being that luxury is our goal or raising to the top of the market, wherever you may be, if you don't want to be traveling, um, gaining an understanding of like what luxury looks like, um, in comparing it to maybe a non-luxury event that you booked at the same price point, I feel like is so huge. So you showed these like two examples of photos from the same venue. And I love this example. Like you booked both of these weddings. This is like some backstory for you guys. So Kelly booked these two weddings for, I don't know, whatever, $7,000 each. And one of them, like she was probably like the splurge, like the wedding wasn't anything like crazy special. And the other one, like maybe they didn't value the video that much. They, They didn't spend that much on it compared to like the other vendor categories. And so it was just like this huge, beautiful, event and it was a luxury event and you didn't know. So can we kind of like walk through that journey of like when things started clicking in place for you, which I feel like from like an outsider looking at your business, like that is what springboarded you. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And, and I will say that that, um, realization, it took me a good amount of time. And I think that that just has to do with like 
how I was raised in like my worldview when it just like came down to my worldview of we grew up in a small rural town again like our you know the way that we were raised like very very middle class like the you know weddings that our cousins had or our siblings had like they were like your very like mainstream events and and I didn't really know I had never experienced like probably a true luxury wedding before so that whole world didn't even exist to me so I didn't even know like what it meant for like for me I thought that like no one would ever spend more than a hundred thousand dollars on their wedding like I think I remember like one of like my cousin's like friends spent like a hundred thousand dollars on their wedding and I was like oh my gosh like that is just insane and like I mean that's just like the tip of the iceberg like like unless you're having an event of like 10 people for a hundred thousand dollars it's not really considered luxury it's it's wild (laughs) and and um so shifting my worldview to you know we moved to Orange County obviously that is um an area with you know a ton of like it's an affluent area especially Newport Beach Laguna Beach Dana Point you know along those coastal regions um so we had we were kind of placed in a very um you know great local market too we were very lucky in that way where if we wanted to work in our backyard every single weekend at the price point that we charge we could um i mean definitely we pay for that in like our day-to-day um life you know cost of living is higher and things like that so um yeah i will say like it all started we started off just kind of shooting like friends weddings from like, you know, cause a lot of people out of college were getting married. So people were kind of hearing on campus that I was shooting weddings and, um, and shooting things like that. And actually, I don't know if I told you this Taylor, but like my cinematography professor asked us to shoot his wedding. It was only like five months after we started our business. I was so nervous. And I remember, um, looking back, they really had like a nice wedding. It was in Santa Barbara. They had actually flown in a photographer from um, Nashville area. And in my mind, I'm like, what? Like there was no one else you could like, why are you flying in this photographer like out of state? Like this was so outside of my worldview. And, um, and I, but it hadn't clicked yet, right? I hadn't like made that difference, differentiation. And then it wasn't until maybe like year... Like, I think that was like year six or so that you were, you're, it was at Montage Laguna Beach and we shot two weddings. They paid us the same amount of money. It was in the same year. And one wedding, you know, kind of had your, they got married there, but they didn't, they spent a lot of their money on the venue, right? They had the basic white folding chairs. The rentals were very simple. Um, and then the next one that we had booked a couple months later was like, they went big. They did. That was our first wedding that had like a full built out structure. Um, the planner was, um, a really well-known planner, Lisa Gorgistani. She does incredible work. If you're listening, go give her a follow. She puts on just the most stunning events. She's been, she has a very long standing business, great reputation, but I didn't know who she was because I wasn't outside of my worldview and I wasn't in that mindset of understanding the wedding industry as a whole. I wasn't doing my research on who was who, and that's a really key part in understanding how to leverage 
these weddings when you show up and you just feel like things are different, right? This isn't like your regular wedding that you're shooting. You know, you're shooting something that's in a different tier than you're used to. And when that happens, it's so important to know, because I didn't quite know, that wasn't like, it wasn't like quite clicking just yet. I should have leveraged that wedding with Lisa so much but I treated them like equals right I was like oh they're both at the same venue they're both on the same playing field definitely not you know I'm I'm guessing that that wedding was maybe three times the cost of that other wedding that we had shot that was you know your basic house rentals and um, and all of those things so that's what kind of like Taylor and I we really love to educate our students um, either you know when students are investing in our course luxury filmmaker framework or spending you know a 12 12 weeks with us in our group coaching mastermind luxury filmmaker mastermind um, we we think it's so important for filmmakers to get outside of our filmmaker bubble and learn about all the different vendors that are out there learn about florists and their workflow and what are high quality florals learn about rental companies who are just your basic rental companies who are more of your you know specialty rental companies and that's how you're going to see we get so many questions from filmmakers that say well how do i know if i'm doing research on a planner and I want to work with them. How do I know that they're like just ahead of me and I, I, it would be a good connection? It's like you you really need to know, like, look at that tablescape that they're posting. Are the florals heavy on florals or are they heavy on greenery? That's like a different thing. You know, that's a that's the difference between maybe a $300 arrangement or $120 arrangement. Just I know that this all sounds a little bit exhausting if you're listening, but really just take that moment to like, you're like a sponge, like become a sponge and take in all of these things because that's going to help you when you step into that wedding. It's not going to be a missed opportunity for you like it maybe was for me. I always say, yes, I'm so happy with where our business is now, but it took a lot longer for us to get there because I didn't understand like getting outside of my worldview and opening up my the horizons of like what true luxury can look like. Whereas Taylor over here, I mean, we'll get into you next week, but like you've just seen like such huge growth. Like you just, I feel like you just had a strategy in place. And, and we talk about this too in our course, you either are a creative who has a business or a business owner who's a creative. And I feel like for me, I'm a creative who happens to have a business. And then for Taylor, she is a business owner who happens to have this creative talent too. Um, and so it's, you know, deciding where your strengths lie and where your weaknesses lie and um, and just leaning into those. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, so there's a lot of people who are listening who probably won't, honestly, probably won't act on this advice. And that's okay. But I'm just going to say, if you are one of the few who do, you really dive into the wedding industry and how it works, how it functions, who the key players are, like you are setting yourself up for such huge success. And that's, to me, like, I feel like that's the difference between people who skyrocket and people who just kind of like plateau. It's really going the extra mile. Are you being paid to do this? Absolutely not. But like, this is like the long game. And I think it's gonna like, super highly benefit you. Um, 
And that's one of the one things like, so Kelly and I do a lot of um, one-on-one mentorship sessions too. And that's like one of the big things that we like to talk about. Like we'll go through people's Instagram pages and be like, you worked with so-and-so. And And they're like, who is that? And we're like, they were on the brides list. Like you need to leverage this content. You know what I mean? Um, So we can like kind of point things out to to you. um, And we, we love doing that. So, okay. Dialing it back to Kelly. So here we are sitting 13 years later. Um, and give us give us an overview of what your business looks like today because it's obviously vastly different. You've worked with some incredible people. Your pricing is um, definitely much higher than it was. Um, so yeah, give us a brief overview. Um, you know, fast forward to now, I would say none of the weddings that we're shooting are under probably 300,000. They're probably minimum 300. And um upwards of like multi-million so like earlier this year we did a two million dollar wedding budget um of the total spend of the wedding and that was incredible I just again I never knew that that existed I thought that a hundred thousand dollars was the cap that anyone would ever spend on on a wedding um and so yeah so next year I actually feel really good about next year we have seven weddings next year um I do want to probably book a couple more before we make another big jump. Um, at that point, our starting is going to be at 15,000 and, um, we're shooting a lot more multi-day stuff. Um, I love shooting multi-day stuff because it raises your bottom line and honestly it's fun. I I love being a part of a full wedding weekend rather than just like get in, get out in like nine, 10 hours. Um, I found that like, our films are so much more well-rounded. Um, although we don't have a ton of like time with the couple beforehand, because a lot of times we're conversing with the wedding planner, having those multi-days, you know, anywhere from two to four days to spend with the couple, you do really learn a lot about them and you get a chance to, um, I don't know, just really bond with them and get to know them. By the end of the four days, you're like all best friends. And, um, something that you don't really get when you're just kind of shooting like a single wedding day. I'm sure you relate to Taylor. Yeah, I really do. I really at least like to do like a rehearsal dinner welcome party. Like I enjoy it. And I agree. Like it kind of adds some like diversity as far as like aesthetic goes into the film. So I kind of like breaking it up. Um, What does your highest booking to date look like? Hmm, man, I need to check my books. Again, I'm the creative with a business. I'm like <laughs> the worst with um, Paul does all that stuff. Um, I want to say our highest is either twenty five or twenty seven thousand. We may have one for twenty seven thousand next year, um, and that's that's wild. Like I'm I'm so happy with where where we're at, and you know, for those listening, and we share this a lot with our students too, is like Taylor and I like you know, we're not done growing in our business either. You know, yes, we teach like luxury and how to reach the luxury market, but like, you know, we're not shooting, like we're not the Jose Villas of like the wedding filmmaking space. Like we, we shoot really great weddings and we love it, but we're still climbing and we want to pull along those who, you know, want to learn alongside with us, pull, pull them, pull you up with us. Yep. Yeah. Um, at least you, Kelly, like, I feel like filmmaking is like your true, like passion. Like that's your baby. That's the thing you love. And, um, I feel like you definitely have some like very 
very high goals and I'm sure you're going to achieve them. So, uh, so it'll be fun watching your journey and like what you learn and like how we can implement these things into like what we're teaching people. Like, I don't know. It's just, I like, like seeing the arc happening, like before we're like at the top of it, if that makes sense. Um, I like filmmaking. I enjoy it. I think it's fun, but I don't think it's like my, like, like true, like end all be all like passion. Like actually guys, like what you're listening to right now, like this is what I really like doing. Like I really like the education online, like community building. Like this is like what I love to do. So it's kind of like a great like blend that we have going on. So um, I don't know. We'll see what the future holds for us. Um, but yeah, I, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to Kelly's journey. I feel like it's just, it, it puts us in like all such like a relatable position. Like there was nothing crazy that happened for Kelly and I that like made our businesses like the way we are. Like we weren't born into like a bunch of money or like nothing, like we weren't, didn't get lucky one time or, you know what I mean? Like none of these like weird, crazy things happen. Like we all started filming weddings for like super, super cheap and then just like grew our businesses the same way. If you're listening to this, you probably did it too. And so, um, that's just a testament to that. Like, we're not unique. You can do what we've done. You can replicate our results. And, um, if you follow a framework that has been, um, crafted specifically to help you do that, then I feel like it's just going to help you really like take off a lot faster. Like it doesn't need to take you a decade to like achieve your goals um, and become really profitable. Like I think some people feel like they need to be like a starving artist, (laughs) you know, like I feel like a lot of us do feel that way and just know that like absolutely not. You do not need to do that. You can live really, really well, make a great, great living and enjoy doing it all along the way. Um, So yeah. I love what you say, Taylor. You're like, you can have it all. You really can. You always say that. It's so sweet. Like you can. (laughs) No. Yeah. You can have a business that's profitable and that you're proud of and you have work-life balance and all the things. Um, and just finding where, and not being afraid. I talk a lot too about like, I felt like, and Taylor says I self-deprecate a lot. And maybe this is kind of some self-deprecating too, but I held myself back a lot because I was afraid of the unknown and unwilling to get uncomfortable with changes that needed to be made in my business that I was fearful of, right? So people were telling me like, this is what you need to be doing to start shooting these things. And I would, I would push back or I would kind of cower a little bit and I would just kind of stay in my comfortable, what was comfortable to me. And I really do think that we could have seen greater success earlier on in our career if we would have gotten out of our comfort zone and put the things aside that no longer served our business and had, you know, our sights on things um, that could have like really, really probably catapulted our business like Taylor has catapulted her business in half the amount of time that we have. Um, And so that's why we're here to like like help filmmakers one not make the same mistakes that we made and also for us to share you know what really truly works there's a lot of education out there on things and there's education that's perfect for different seasons of your 
your business life, right? When you're first starting out, you really need to know the basics. You know, then then you probably outgrow all those and you're looking for the next thing. If you're in a season where you're like, man, these weddings just aren't really doing it for me anymore. I'm ready for something else. I'm ready for a challenge. Um, I would really encourage you to get uncomfortable and rise to that challenge. Thank you for joining us in this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please help us reach more filmmakers just like you by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media. Don't forget to tag us at The Level Up Co. And join us again next week, same time, same place, as we continue to level up the industry together. 